Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Improvise Till You Make It. I'm Blake. I'm Henry. And we're Henry and Blake. Blake. Ta-da! Hello! Yay! This is Improvise Till You Make It, a podcast all about the improv mindset. And on this podcast, we talk with other improvisers about uh, how they apply the improv mindset on stage and how they apply it to their life offstage to live brighter, fuller lives. And from our conversation, we inspire crazy, wacky, zany, hilarious improv scenes done on the spot. Uh, And today we are talking with a good friend of ours, somebody who's very special uh, has been a very special part of our improv careers uh blake sure. warrell is here everybody yay, yay! Oh my God. people are going nuts in the thank background you, thank you Woo! thank you thank you it's great to be here with you too you're also known as big blake in our group because you're the taller of the two blakes <laughs> yeah. uh, you're the only other blake i've ever been friends with i've never known another blake does it feel good to say blake to, to blake to you know what else? it does yeah. because first of all blake is a great name and I never get the chance to say it because unless I'm talking about myself and then I would be talking about myself in the third person and that would be weird. So yeah, it does feel great to say Blake. Does, Blake. does it feel like you see it like it's another version of yourself, like in another dimension, that other version of Blake? The, yeah, you, it, it's the version of me that I would be if I were successful, followed my dreams and were really <laughs> tall and good looking. That's exactly, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're the, anti, the, the anti-Blake. Oh my God. Getting all red. <laughs> it's getting hot in the studio. <laughs> Blake, thank you so much for joining us today. What a, what a pleasure to have you I here. We're you. so like, oh, Blake, <laughs> <laughs> We're so lucky that you were uh, passing through Berlin and we just happened to be yeah. recording some podcast episodes. Super excited to have you with us. We will get into the history of how we know each other. But before we get into that history, uh, why don't you tell us and our audience a little bit about yourself? Who are you, Blake? What's your deal? Uh, my name is Blake. I come from Los Angeles. Uh, I lived in Berlin for about 15 years. Uh, was doing a lot of music here. That's what kept me here. And recently, I guess the last four or five years recently, uh, got into filmmaking. All right. So, Blake, you are uh, a musician, a rapper. You've played in a, you played with uh, Puppet Masters for a long time. Uh, you have your own solo stuff. It's all really great, really amazing. You have you. A, you're an excellent rapper, which, is, which was such a <laughs> weird thing to learn. Like, I remember, um, so we met Blake. I think it's important yeah, to say. We, we can talk the about the history. We met Blake uh, through improv. Uh, I started going to comedy shorts meetups that they were doing on Mondays at the time, sort of jams. Met Blake through that. And then Henry and I put together our meetup, which was the basically the foundation of everything that we've done since then with improv. That was two years ago. Two years ago almost, Blake, uh, November. Wait, you, so you started that after we met? Just after we'd met. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And so Henry and I had like our first session and Blake decided that he wanted to join us, which I was very happy about because Henry and I had very little like improv knowledge and I I was really excited to have somebody who had some more improv knowledge in the room. Yeah, and uh, after the after the session, we were walking all we were all going to grab a beer. And Blake <laughs> just walked up to me and was like, hey, man, listen, like, I, I think it's really cool what you've done here. I think this meetup is a really cool idea. But like if your goal is to practice and play as much as possible, you can see that this is not the right uh, the not the right sort of um, context for setup, that. Yeah. yeah, it's not the right setup. Let's form an improv team. And I was like, I do not know who you are. And I don't know <laughs> what you want from me. We- I don't know what you're trying to get. But I was like, you were so forward and so genuine that I was just and, and you're also quite an intimidating figure you're very tall you're very charismatic and I was just like what's this guy trying to what's his angle what's he trying to get at like as if I had anything you could possibly take from me anyway yeah. and I was really nervous at first I was like I don't know if I want to join an improv team with some dude I just met really yeah. and then Henry and I spoke about it briefly and Henry was like I mean what, what do we have to lose and you are the reason that we started the team that we're still currently playing on Skeleton Brains yes. uh, Blake, Big Blake you were the inspiration and the reason that Skeleton Brains became a thing so thank thanks you very much for I'm, that. I'm humbled. Yeah. And that team is, I mean, you, you must really? be because that team is still playing together. I mean, we still play and every week. We have a show every other week. We have a rehearsal every week. We you never guys, miss like a rehearsal. I'm, I'm, every time I see you guys, I'm like, oh man, that's so awesome. And I'd love to be a part of it. And, and oh, this is like the logo, the name, 
you know, the, this, what you're doing here. I mean, yeah. it's really, I mean, congratulations to you guys. No, like, thanks, really, well, you so. know that you have a seat saved for you anytime you come back to Berlin. Yeah, Thank that's you right. Very much. Yeah, that's very I'm, true. I'm really honored and, and really it's amazing to, to see like what just a little bit of push from another person can do. Yeah. And yeah, yeah I, do, I do come off pretty strong sometimes because I, when I see something in someone, I want to push it and I want to say, hey, look, you got this. Yeah. Trust me, you got this. Because I mean, in essence, we kind of do that to ourselves, yeah. right? Yeah. And I just want to be that motor. I think it's a good time to, to start really helping one another and motivating one another. Yeah. It's kind of yes and in yeah. life, you know? Exactly. Like, yeah, and do more of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and I took a chance and I, oh, I mean, we took a chance. Like, yeah, let's yes and to this guy. And okay, yes, let's form an improv team and let's pick people from the meetup today who we thought mm -hmm. we had a, a click with. And yeah. we're still playing with those people today. So that's yeah. been really, really exciting. Uh, Blake, you're such a creative. You make films. You're an actor. You're a musician. You're a rapper. You do so much. You're a poet. You do so much uh what what for you is what are some of the the greatest joys uh in the creative process what are some of the things that just you really love about the creative process the the, the chills i get uh the the that that kind of outer body experience when you're on stage where you just you're you're just on autopilot kind of yeah and it might mm. not be good what you're saying but there's no judgment on self it's just you're just doing it yeah uh, when you're just riding it and, and, and if it becomes like if you just get bored with it you're like oh, I gotta do this show again or something like I think that's a good time to stop and then find something else yeah uh, I just I love just I love to have a brain like to have these ideas <laughs> coming through and cycling through and you know we all have those like self-doubt moments right and I like to just convert my life it. is one big moment of self-doubt <laughs> like so yes yes we do <laughs> you posted this thing uh, yesterday uh, if you ever find yourself looking uh, ugly or something like that just make a funny face yeah, yeah. If, you ever, like, if you ever look in the mirror and you don't like what you see start making funny faces yes, at yourself and that's it that's exactly it so it's like okay well in the song I'm doing or, or this, this film I'm doing or whatever I feel like what I'm doing is crap and I'm just like alright let's just have, go all the way yeah you know? yeah it's just like, yeah, if, if you're going to go out, go out with a bang. Yeah, definitely. And just see what happens because the other person might love that bang. Yeah, right. So, so when you find yourself like a little bit bored in the creative process, you, you sort of like, is that is that for you part of your compass? Like, does this thing give me the chills or not? And if, if like, is that part of, yeah. The, the, uh, 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 Exactly. <laughs> We're all very eloquent Americans. Yeah. Uh, qu <laughs> when, when there's a, a pitter-putter and I'm kind of like exactly. the jitter-judder. And when you're jitter-juddering, how just, do you jiggity-jug? I, I mean, that's the... I just uh, spew a spud. You spit a spud. Yeah, and, yeah. And then I look at it and I observe it and I say, oh, look at that jelly bean. And then I eat it and then regurgitate it and then keep on doing there it until something else yeah. comes out of it. Do you think that, that that like chill that you get that you like so much about the creative process, is that part... How does that factor into your compass of like where your creative direction is taking you? I just think the best thing is not to think, to just do. Uh, there's this thing of like, you know, on social media, content, content, content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, but it, I, I, I want to say in a more deeper level of creation, like just, just make it. Do, do what you're. It's, it's like a, like an open floodgate for the soul yeah. to just create. Yeah. Mm. Because sometimes I think we think too much about, well, is this going to make money? Is someone going to like this? Uh, oh boy. Uh, maybe uh, uh, I'm telling too much about my life and my, my depression or whatever. And it's like, no, just let it out. And, yeah. And I think it, it happens in time. We learn it through experiences. Sometimes the most deepest personal stuff like resonates with like half a million people. You know, yeah. Like, oh my God, I did not want to write that song and I did. And yeah. wow, it's really resonated. Awesome. And now these people are contacting me saying, thank you so much for yeah. telling us, giving me that, that, the, those poem, poetic, 
words. Yeah. I can't talk now. I'm so into it. You're you're so into it. <laughs> yeah. You've got the chills Passionate. now. You're creating now. That's great. Passionate. Well, Blake, we're so happy to have you on the show. It really means a lot, especially as we said, like with your with your special place in the history of Henry and Blake and everything we've done with our improv and, and what we're continuing to do. It's really great to have you on the show. It's really Thank good. you. The topic for today is listen and support value number seven from Henry and Blake's Improv Manifesto. Henry, take it away. Spend more time listening than you spend speaking. Listen fully, actively, and with all of your attention and senses. Pay attention to the details. Support the ideas of others by agreeing and adding something new. Always be yes ending. So there you go. That's value number seven from Henry and Blake's Improv Manifesto. Listen and support. Blake, uh, I think you're exactly the right person to have on this show to talk about listening and supporting because I think it's something that you really focus on in your life. I think you're somebody who's constantly looking to support the people around them. Uh, So I was really happy to have you on this show. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about listening and supporting. What does listen and support mean to you? I think we just need to support each other more in general uh, in terms of motivation and and just helping each other stay up. I think too much uh, uh, growing up in this very uh, kind of competitive world, it's, mm. I think it's been a little misinterpreted uh, with the word competition. I think yeah. there's, there's positive motivational competition, but there's, uh, there's also this, this negative form. So I think it's really important to come back to that, the roots of like, all right, you know, this person's mm. not feeling good. They're feeling not, they're not doing great on this. Okay, let me, let me support yeah. them a bit. What does listen and support mean on an improv stage for people who are listening that are maybe not like so improv savvy? What does that mean to listen and support your your um, scene partners? Make them look good. <laughs> okay. show, show them uh, show them a, the quality of them that they're they're avoiding the most that mm-hmm. actually is the most powerful. Okay, reveal to them the thing that that makes their character interesting. Yeah, Help something. Them see yeah. That. Okay. Yeah. The the manifesto talks about listening and adding your own ideas. How does yes. that work on an improv stage? Add, add your weirdo wacko world to have this kind of thing like we're all we're all in the same boat yeah and look you could rock it that way i could rock it this way and then let's just have fun with it yeah yeah so like uh, how how we impact one another yeah. through our interaction yeah and and and, and to also laugh uh, at ourselves too and and show that i think it's it's very important to to show like look i also uh, am not perfect yeah you ask to somebody hey how are you doing and their answer is I'm fine. Like clearly they're not fine. How what is support in that case? They're lying to you in a sense or they don't feel comfortable opening up and being vulnerable. How can you support someone in that case? Like what is the listening and supporting in that in that moment? It doesn't even have to be words. You could just be looking at them. Yeah. Just holding that look, that eye contact. Yeah. And then if it wants to present itself, let it. Mm-hmm. If not, I think sometimes uh, actions speak louder than words. Sure. So in in those situations, I think it's maybe it's something they they're super personal that they just are you know not they don't not want ready to, to share yeah yeah they're not ready to share so it's also being aware of that it's a fine line between pulling it out and you know letting it there to let them know like look you know you can open up kind of thing yeah. depending on who the person is sure um, or sometimes I mean I, I could be a really touchy person very animated sometimes and yeah I'm big and I forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> so like this big hand comes like what, yeah. what? no no I'm fine really <laughs> uh, I mean even strangers on the street like I see something's going on someone's just like they got a phone call or something you see they get out the phone they're just like I mean I've done it before and they're just who who are you what wait what you like walk up to a stranger on the street like I can tell you've had a rough phone call here's a cup of no, coffee no I, I literally say like 
it's all going to pass. I'll be going to be okay. You got this or something like that. <laughs> how do people or receive, I, or how do I people just receive like, that? I just give them like a sideways uh, thumbs up, you know? Sideways thumbs up. <laughs> like, yeah. It's Life not great. Neutral. It's not bad, but you know, you're getting there. You <laughs> Horizontal thumbs. Yeah. And cut to living room sofa with game show hosts. Uh, good evening and welcome to uh, Guess the How Much My Shit Is Worth. I'm Blake Farhai. I'm the get the host of this show. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Here we have two guests with us today. We have Henry Parmentier. Uh, Henry, say hello to our audience. And bonjour, bonjour. And we have Blake Warrell. Blake, thank you so much for being on the show with us. Yes, I'm so happy to be here. This is awesome. Oh, I'm so excited to have you both here on the guest and guess how much my shit is worth. So you welcome to my Berlin apartment. It is a tiny 30 square meter room uh, I guess that's quite large yes I'm very lucky old contract what can you say go ahead Blake question 250 and uh, you make dinner for them every week and all right now that's a great guess considering I haven't even given you an object to guess on oh Blake, I'm afraid oh ding 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 that means you in the, you're in the I talked too much zone we're gonna put this muffle on you right now oh great you'll get it off in, in, in another minute you have to wear it for one minute Henry how are you feeling today yes. uh not that great Oh, dear, that's unfortunate. Well, maybe this next item will cheer you up. Henry, you're going to guess how much this puppy is worth. Mm, 102 euros. Ooh, I'm sorry. Uh. It's a purebred Labrador from Scotland. This dog is worth 10,000 euros. Oh, damn. You're going to get slimed for guessing that wrong. <laughs> All right. Oh. Uh, now, time for a word from our sponsors. Hey, are you sick and tired of running into your old neighbor? Hey, we'll have this protection shield for only $5.99. You could walk around with a whole entire shield over you the whole entire day, and no one will ever notice you. I started wearing my protection shield about a week ago, and I haven't talked to a human being since. My whole life has changed. Thanks, protection shield. I'm so tired of seeing the same people all the time. You know, I always got to look at them and smile. Ah, thanks to this protection shield, ah, I'm out of this. Me and my kids used to have a lot of fights about their homework and the way they're doing in school. But now with protection shields, my kids and I don't even talk to each other. It's fantastic. Dinner has never been so enjoyable. So call now to get your protection shield for only six easy payments of $29.99. And we're back with guess how much my shit is worth. Blake Worrell has been muffled and unmuffled. Blake, I present to you a piece of pizza that I left under my couch. I think I think it was too hard. I, I, my my throat hurts now. I, I can't I, I can't eat anything. Ooh, that's unfortunate, Blake. Because if you don't eat the pizza, then you're going to have to be blindfolded and strapped to a chair. No, 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 please, no. And here we go with the blindfold. <laughs> no, yes. I, I, as you can th see, things are heating up. On guess how much my shit is worth, Henry? How are you doing? You're covered in slime. Mm, yeah, I'm still not doing good. All right, Henry. Well, maybe this next prize is going to cheer you up. Henry, how much does this this thing cost? It's a, 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 a house uh, elf. It's a house elf, Henry. A house elf. How much does a house elf cost? Uh, um, 10 euros. 
Ooh, I'm sorry. The house elf is worth nothing because it's mine by right, and I keep it, and it does whatever I like. So I'm sorry. I'm afraid you've lost. Ooh, but guessing game number seven. Henry, you are a lucky. You're a very lucky player on today's show. You get to be part of the guessing game. Guess what I'm holding in my hand? Is that? Is that a? Don't do it. It is a gun. Yes. Don't, don't, oh, Henry, don't, you've won the gun. Don't, don't do now, it. Now, Henry, it is going to be your job to put Blake out of his misery no, if no, he cannot please. guess how much my shit is worth. <laughs> now, Blake, you've been blindfolded and strapped to a chair. I'm going to rub an object on your cheek, and you have to guess how much that object is worth. Please, Here we go. Please. I'm rubbing an object on your cheek. Just, just one minute. <laughs> Just, just. All right, so here's the object. I'm presenting it to you. I'm rubbing it on your cheek. It's cold. It's metal. It's cubic. What is it? No, please don't. Don't, don't, don't. Just guess. Just guess. Ooh, Blake, your life is on the line. <laughs> Bullet. It is a no. bullet. Yes, correct. It was a bullet I was oh, rubbing gosh. on your cheek. All right. Henry, put that gun down. Blake, you get to remove the, the blindfold and be unstrapped from the chair. Wow. Well, Blake, lucky for you, you guessed the right answer. And now for the final round. Lightning round. But first, a word from our sponsors. Well... Last time I was having dinner by myself, I just sat and thought, boy, wouldn't it be nice if I wasn't all alone? Well, with your new company friend, you could always have a little spongy friend next to you. Thanks to Spongimus Maximus. Spongimus Maximus. Spongimus Maximus is the world's first, last, and only sponge friend. You drop a little water on it and watch it grow right before your very eyes into a life-sized human. That's right, I was at a party and I just, I wasn't talking to anyone and then I realized I had my spongy mungy friend next to me and I just dropped him in a little bottle of beer and, and then I had all my friends with me. And let me tell you something, I was at that party, Spongy was doing keg stands within minutes, he was the laughing stock of the whole party, everyone loved him, Spongy, Spongy, Spongy. My kids stopped visiting me in the old folks home, but that's fine, I've got old Spongy here to sit and take the place of my dear Richard who passed a year ago, isn't that right, Spongy? So call now to get your spongy for only six easy payments of $29.99. And we're back. And we're back to guess how much my shit is worth, Blake. It is the lightning round. That means I'm going to hold up an object and both of you have to scream out a price. The first one to get it right gets to live. The second one gets thrown out the window. <gasps> All right, here we go. Ready? Three, two, one. A guitar case. $50. 3.5. Ooh, Henry, sorry to see you're feeling so bad today, but maybe this flight out the window is going to make you feel a lot better before it feels a lot worse. And I'm pushing the eject button now. book a going Blake Worrell, you are the winner of Guess How Much My Shit Is Worth. Thank you, thank you. But Henry, he's... he's Dead in the street now, but that's okay, because that's how the game goes. What? No. No. All right, Blake. Thank you. As the winner of this show, the party, the 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 prize that you'll be winning is a night with me. What? I'll be your best friend for a whole night. I'm going to take you around the world in my private jet, take you all the way around the world, anywhere you want to go for a private dinner, just the two of us. Oh, okay. And great. <laughs> you don't look very excited about that, Blake. Don't you want to go out, hang out and have dinner anywhere in the world with Blake? 
Yes, 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 yes. Please how much don't. Is a, how much is a night like that worth to you, Blake? Well, I don't, please don't hurt me. How much is a, is a night like that worth to you, Blake? Please, great. It's wonderful. I, I, I was looking forward to this my whole life to be going on a flight with you. Oh, I'm sorry. The correct answer is priceless. Uh, That's the eject button. Boy, <laughs> and scene. <laughs> we are Henry and Blake. And we're on a mission to empower everyone to become active life improvisers so that together we can build a world in which everyone is excited to play their parts. We use improv as a context for teaching soft skills, hard skills, and everything in between. So if you're curious about how the improv mindset can help you and your team trust more openly, collaborate more effectively, or just get together, blow off some steam, and have a good time, check out our workshops and get in touch with us through our website at henryandblake.com. And if you want to do some improv, check out our meetup page, Improvise Till You Make It. We organize regular drop-in sessions where a bunch of people get together for a few hours to play improv games and have loads of fun. It's open to all improv experience levels, and we usually go for a drink and hang out after. And if you want to see some improv, you can check out our improv team, Skeleton Brains, on a stage near you. We play live English improv shows all across Berlin and further afield, so if you want to find out where you can see us next, check out our Facebook page or our Instagram page at Skeleton Brains. Happy, Happy improvising, improvising, and, and see, see you soon. soon. That is, without a doubt, the weirdest improv scene that we have done on this show that I maybe have ever done in my life. Oh my goodness gracious. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I think that, I don't even know what to say about that scene. That was kind of dark. But it was really, really good. Like the change of sceneries and like the the advertisements in the middle, that was priceless. Hey, we had three acts. Oh man, we did have three <laughs> acts. That's right. That was so fun. And I feel like it, 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 it's a nice segue into the next part of our conversation. I always like to try to talk about the improv scenes that we do a little bit and kind of you know bring it back around. One of the uh, uh, parts of this va- of, the, of value number seven, listen and, and support, is listen fully, actively, and with all of your attention and senses. And there was a lot of us like communicating with each other in that scene without necessarily using words. It really required a lot of... Um, we really had to be paying attention. We were using our eyes to kind of say, this is the person I'm kind of directing this at. Uh, even that that part where it was like what am i rubbing against your cheek i don't think you actually knew it was a bullet no but when you said it i was like this is a great way like just having hurt and i could have very easily not have heard you say bullet yeah but saying it is like that's that's great that's exactly what i want this that's where this needs to go that's gonna allow me to get him out of this situation uh he's gonna be surprised everybody wins um, and I think, yeah, had, had I not been stakes listening, are high. stakes are high. And had I not been <laughs> listening, uh, we could have very easily missed that. And we were all listening so well in those advertisement moments as well. It was like, let me cut to an ad. Like we were all giving sound effects and helping each other to create the advertisement or um, to sort of shift it into that next place. Okay, I'll do a part of the ad. Okay, now you do a part of the ad. That was that was really really fun. I really enjoyed that. I'd like to see the graphics for that. <laughs> Guess how much my <laughs> shit is worth. I'd like to see someone do like a YouTube version with cartoons and like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> see what they come up All with. Right. If anyone on Instagram is capable of doing uh, some cartoon version of stuff, please feel free That'd be awesome, to huh? do a cartoon version of Guess How Much My Shit Is Worth. <laughs> the invitation is out there for anyone who's interested. Uh, Blake, question. Uh, Blake, answer. What are some of the challenges? <laughs> what are some of the challenges to listening? In general, like why? Why do we even have to talk about this? Isn't it obvious that you should just listen to people when they talk? My perspective is that uh, when someone starts a conversation, I think we we start we take what they first said, and then we we want to hurry up and reply to that. Mm. So then we have an idea already, and then we hold on to that idea, 
And it's like in holding on to that idea, we kind of block out everything else that's said after that. Yeah, like after. I didn't just hear a word you just said. I was kind of waiting to reply to. It's funny. I don't even remember what I first, just <laughs> first said. Right? No, but I mean, genuinely, I mean, it, it's it's true. As soon as you start saying something, you're like, oh, cool, that I do want to respond to that. I'm going to yeah. hold on to it. Yes. And then it becomes very easy to just stop hearing what else is being said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So continue. I, yeah, I holding on to an idea yeah. uh, uh, to response to something when someone's telling a story. I have a tendency to to go on and on, and I I branch off to different things. And uh, it's it's beautiful in my mind in my world. Uh, on the other side, I have to respect too that, that the other person on the other side is not going to understand completely. Mm. And it, it really helps talk to kids. Um, do, do, talking to kids helps you learn to listen. Uh, how to communicate? Because kids, they they you know they they're 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 all over the place. So yeah. you have you have to like compress what you're going to say. I mean, for me, in terms of talking too much, sometimes yeah, I, I I've really learned to like compress it down to like two sentences, get to the point real quick. Okay. Okay. So if you perceive like this idea of holding on to an idea as being an impediment to, to listening well, hmm. what then would be a more effective way of listening? Observe uh, body movements, uh, how they're acting, how they're looking at you, hmm. uh, agreeing. Um, uh, for instance, like in, like in acting, right? I, I like I like this process of sight reading. Okay. So you you pick up the words from, the, from you know you give someone a script sometimes, and they're just, they just they read it and they already have an idea of the character. Yeah. and They start reading it off, and, that, and they're acting and everything. They're only looking at the page, and you got the other actor next to them, but they're just basically just two 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 beings looking at a piece of paper, reading and having an idea of what the character is, even though yeah. they never read it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where I like to apply the listening thing, where it's like I take in those words from that writer. I see how it affects me, and then I pass it over to the next person. And then as that next person, they're taking in those words mm. and letting it affect them, and then looking down and seeing what they got to pass over. And this yeah. is, it's, it's, it's slow. It's very slow, but it's so beautiful in the process. I mean, when we really truly sit down and listen to what, one another and like really take the time, like I would suggest everyone just take take a moment to just Say something, and then uh, when someone says something, you just listen, and then pass it over, because there's to have that moment of pause and that silence. Mm. We, we have it in relationships, you know. Everyone, we get when we have like arguments with our partner, it's it's uh, or disagreements or differentiated opinions. If that's <laughs> uh, there's so a, diplomatic in talking about right? how you're right and they're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm not arguing. I'm just telling why I'm right. Uh, you know, this thing of it's, it's we we talk over each other. Yeah. No, no, no. You don't understand me. I'm saying this. Yeah, like, yeah. No, no. You don't understand me. I'm saying this. But then they're saying the same thing, but in two different ways. Yeah. Right. Uh, sometimes. So I think it's really important to, to stop and listen. I think that's where that com- that comes in, and we have to just really digest it, think about it, and sometimes just take a break for five minutes and then continue on later. Being on the improv stage, I'm so focused on, okay, what's coming next? What's coming next? What's coming next? That often my brain is so thinking so hard about that mm-hmm. that I forget to be to listen to what my partner is doing or saying yeah. or my partners are doing yeah. or saying. Yeah. And this this happens in conversation as well. Especially, mm-hmm. I find especially with people that I don't know, like new people, because you want to be an interesting conversation partner. You want to mm-hmm. say something fun. You want, you want to have a good conversation with someone. And there's that part of me that's like, okay, oh yeah, I want to say that. I'll say this. I'll talk about this thing. I'll have this story kind of ready. And I realize that this person is just been talking for I don't even know how long 
and I'm not like, oh, oh, I didn't quite listen. Yeah. Um, I think we all have a tendency to do this. And I think um, we all are already thinking of the next thing we're going to say mm-hmm. before we say it. And yeah. even after we're like, let me ask you a question. And then I'm already thinking before I'm even listening to your answer, I'm already thinking about the next yeah. thing I want to say or ask or how I want to respond. How do you combat these 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 sort of listening issues? I mean, what's what's been your strategy and what do you recommend for people who have difficulties with that? Uh, all, I, all I can do is relate, relate to my own experiences yeah. because I, I, I still do that. I mean, we all make mistakes and I think it's just accepting it and owning it. And actually, sometimes I literally say, I'm sorry, uh, could you say that last sentence again? I, I missed that. Okay. And I'm just completely honest. Like, look, I wasn't listening. In terms on stage, uh, yeah, <laughs> you just got to wing it. Cut to <laughs> Top Gun 3. <laughs> Tom Cruise, 85 years old, still in the cockpit, flying high and wise. I've got a, I've got one on my tail. Where's my wingman? Goose? Goose, are you out there? Yeah, I'm right behind you. Goose, I've got a, I've got a bogey on my tail. Uh, no, it's just a speck on the window. Oh, oh, I couldn't tell without my glasses. Oh. Goose, what's wrong? You, you're, you're having a lot of trouble breathing. Yeah, yeah. I just want to get out this uh, this cardboard box here. <laughs> Goose, did you climb out of your cardboard box? Get back into your cockpit. Oh, Tom, you're so silly. Uh, we got to find out what we're going to eat tonight, okay? No more playing games in the street no more. Oh, uh, all right. You know, I like to relive my past a bit. Okay, well, fine. We'll climb out of the cardboard. Bo- oh, a car's coming. Car! Game on! Okay, well, all right, Goose. Well, what would you like for dinner, then? I guess our Top Gun is over. Time had passed since Tom had been in a movie. He always remembered Top Gun. That was the movie that brought him out into the open. Ever since his last movie, Magnolia 3... Everything went downhill. You know, when I was in Top Gun, did I ever tell you about the time that I was in a film called Top Gun? Get off me, old man. What the hell? I'm Tom Cruise. I'm not an old man. I'm still... Look, I can still do the Tom Cruise run. (laughs) Tom Cruise goes running down the street. (laughs) There, you see? That was the Tom Cruise. I was famous for that run. Having old memories of running down hallways with water spilling down the side. Cameramen getting knocked over. Motorcycles flying up in the air. Well, now that was when I was in the film uh, Mission Impossible 72. They made a whole lot of those. And now while I was filming that film, I actually broke seven of my bones. There actually was never any Mission Impossible 72. What? But he really believed there was. Who's talking right now? I don't understand where this voice is coming from. And he always heard a voice in his head, following him around everywhere he went, telling his life story. Did I ever tell you what the voice in my head sounds like, young man? He would always say that to people walking by. He would also say... Tom Cruise. Yeah, you... I'm Tom Cruise. Cruise. And sing. All right, Blake, you cut to that one. That was uh, exciting. Um, what are the benefits to listening actively? I mean, 
why why is this a thing that we should strive for? Learning more about other people's uh, challenges to better understand our own. Okay. And vice versa. Mm-hmm. And what about like on an improv scene directly? Like what, how does really listening, how does that benefit you as an improviser? What are some things that can come out of that as a result? Fun. Fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. In in what sense? You know that game where it's like you say word, then I say word back and forth and we kind of create a sentence. Yeah. One, I I really like that because that's kind of what it is. It's it's just creating uh, something together. Mm. What I find interesting um, about this idea of listening and supporting uh, in your head are your ideas and your ideas only. And I think uh, so often on an improv stage, especially, uh, it's especially apparent to me on an improv stage, and now it becomes more and more apparent in my everyday life, uh, when I'm on the stage and I'm thinking about the next thing. What am I going to say next? Mm. What am I going to do next? What is my partner going what, to, what, where do I think this scene should go? I'm missing everything that my scene partner is yeah. saying. I'm missing all their ideas, all the gifts that they're putting on the stage. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm missing out on all the potential opportunities that, that they've given me, all the ideas that I never had, would never have had. You know what I mean? Ideas that could never be my ideas because it's not how I think. So um, you're, you know, by not by by being so in my head and not listening well, I'm really preventing the scene from blossoming the way that it can. And I genuinely believe that every conversation is the same. Like a conversation that you're having with people, uh, or like you know, when you when you're talking with people in the in the real world, it's the same. Like if you're thinking about what you're going to say yeah. next, if you're thinking about the next thing that you're going to say. Or where you want the conversation to go, you might miss a really interesting conduit or a really interesting tidbit, or like you might have misheard them when they, you might not have heard them when they said like, oh yeah, and I was just hanging out with Tom Cruise that day, and then and, and you might never find out about yeah. their day with Tom Cruise because <laughs> you were so busy about like, okay, I'm gonna tell this story when they're done talking. You um, always got to put the hashtag before it for people to. Right, Catch I was it. I was hanging out with hashtag Tom Cruise. <laughs> there the you day. go. Yeah, now exactly. I picked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Just highlighting. Yeah. yeah, there is a lot to say about the idea of being present and also to really like to let go of control. Because mm. I think there is a lot of that. I mean, just like ex- just being in a present moment and looking at what the person mm. in front of you is giving you. It's a lot about just just okay. This is not about me. I'm just gonna like give myself fully in terms of attention to you. So. How does this idea um, play into when you're having a debate or when you're having a conversation with someone whose ideas you don't agree with? Uh, does that somehow make it more difficult to listen well? Uh, for me personally, uh, no. I, I really like the diversity of, 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 of thoughts. Um, it, it's hard when someone has uh, a strong opinion towards something and... Uh, there, I could see a little bit of tension of when I'm sharing other ideas. Mm-hmm. I have a tendency to um, be very patient and 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 add other ideas that are actually not mine and mm-hmm. throw even more into the mix. So I kind of mix it up and be like, "Oh, there's also this. There's also that. I think this. You think that. But maybe there's also this too." And mm. so, yeah, it's hard to it's struggling little hindering when 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 someone doesn't want to hear what you have to say or so what is it for let's 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 talk about normal people who aren't Blake Worrell and and have difficulty listening yeah I think for a lot of people it is when you're in this situation when you're having a debate or a, an argument or whatever mm. you want to call it where there's idea like idea and counter idea point yeah. and counterpoint yeah. I think that people really it seems to me that there is an impediment people stop listening mm-hmm. um 
Or they shut down, right? In the middle, yeah. they're like, all right, this conversation's over. We're just going to loop. We're done. Yeah. The whole world is fighting with itself, it seems, at the moment. We have so many, like, point, counterpoint all over the place. You're seeing it everywhere. Um, and I wonder, like, how can the idea of listening better get move us forward? Because I think what is so often happening is... I don't like your idea. It is mm. not what I believe. Therefore, mm. I'm done listening to you. And I don't actually care why you think what you think or what your reasons for that are or what your arguments are. I'm not listening anymore. I'm waiting to tell you what I think. Mm. And when I'm do- and while I'm doing that, you'll be done listening to me. You'll mm. be shut off. Like, why are we unwilling to listen to the counterpoints? And, uh, and this goes in every direction. Uh-huh. And what can we do to, to start, like breaking this cycle of just only listening to ideas that conform to our own yeah sometimes we think it's a one-way street right yeah i guess yeah this is right there's no other right this is this right is the only right and that's the way we have to go yeah right exactly and i'm throwing you and the whole population on this road yeah and whether you like it or not or whether i agree (laughs) or not and i don't even want to hear why you don't agree with me i don't even want to hear what what it is you don't think of what is this like need to convert everyone that we all seem to have like either you think my way or i'm not going to listen to your ideas i don't even want to hear you out where does that come from? Well, if, if I, I, I don't know. I think it just comes from conflict and being from, we're grown into conflict. We watch it on TV, we watch yeah. it on series. Uh, it's all the time, conflict. Yeah. You know, a uh, good movie, conflict. You know, you want a good script, you got to have conflict. Whether it's uh, conflicting things uh, to get me to my job, to my work, traffic, whatever, it's conflict. Mm. We are uh, generations uh, built on uh, uh, entertainment conflict. Yeah, right. Uh, the skits we did. Yeah, conflict. Conflict. You know, uh, raising up the stakes. That's just what it is. So, uh, in terms of politics, um, I, I think it's a very uh, uh, ruthless um, uh, game. Uh, uh, I mean, my uh, I don't want to get too much into to my personal opinions about that, but just scratching the surface. Um, I think it's a bit of a show, honestly. Mm. Um, so I don't know where it comes from. Mm. I, I don't really analyze it much. If anything, I just try to, all right, see it. And I, I just try to find common ground. Yeah. Because there has to be something that we connect with. I would say if it's, it's about stopping making things about ourselves. Like, plainly, when you're in a conflict, the reason it's not moving forward is because you consider that in that conversation, your interest is more important than almost moving forward, like that agreeing or, or trying to find this commonplace. And I, yeah, if we think like, conflict is individualistic, it's like it's about you. But we say in improv, it's not about your, you, it's about the scene that you're creating. And for the scene to move forward, you need to seek common ground. So if you find yourself into conflict, I think it's the same in real life. It's just that suddenly what you're thinking, you find it more important than finding a solution somehow. But it's not always about finding a solution, right? We're not always trying to find a solution, but it's just about hearing each other out. In terms of religion, in the end, it's, it's all about, you know, love. You know, you know, I love my God. I love my God. I love, okay, so that's what unites us. We, yeah. we love uh, 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 this, this thing that, that we were brought up with, this, this entity. So I try to find this common ground in any sense. And I also try to find wrong in what I'm doing sometimes. Mm. I don't know if that's right or wrong, but sometimes I really try to say, okay, well, could I be wrong? And then there's those moments where you have to say, no, I, I was, you know, I was hurt. Yeah. 
and I think it's good to also say that, like I said earlier, like, uh, sorry, I didn't get that. You know, sure. I was I was spaced out. I was in my thoughts. Can you repeat that one more time? Because I really want to hear what you said, yeah. and I really want to interact in this conversation. I really want to truly mm. understand what you're going through. Yeah, yeah. Or and I think that's what lacks in terms of communication. Of could you explain more what you mean about that or why you see it that way? And this kind of basically saying like, I think I understand what you're saying, but please elaborate on that. Yeah. And let me elaborate with you why I think that and why I disagree with that. Are people afraid to listen in these cases when it's when it's your idea versus my idea, count point versus counterpoint? Are people afraid? Like, are people? Do you think? I think they're afraid to interact. Sometimes. Okay, that's okay. And why? What? What do you think is is behind that fear of interaction? Is it what? Are people afraid of interacting with your idea and maybe it touching something in them or resonating somehow or? I just feel like, okay, if someone's not ready for it, okay. And sometimes I'm not ready for it even. I mean, I try, I try to, I always try to figure out like what you're saying right now. I try to be on the opposite end also yeah. to understand like, okay, well, wh- what, what can I think of that would be hard for me to talk about? Mm. And I think like, oh, yeah, all right. So yeah, I have a very strong view on how that situation happened or, or you know, how that went or what I think about them or this group. Um yeah, it's it's very hard. So because I have my experiences, how do you balance listening and bringing your own ideas into a conversation? Like, what's the right balance, and how do you find that balance? Uh, I try to figure out a similar situation if they're talking about a situation or a particular, like an event or a feeling. Mm. Uh, I try to put myself in that mo- uh, in a moment that I would have had that would have put me in that feeling. So I just try to take a moment, like, all right how would that affect me or how did I feel that exact way with a completely different situation? And, you know, sometimes it's, it's different how you handle it, right? Uh, sometimes we beat ourselves up. Uh, we push ourselves too much. And then in essence, we like, when we care for someone, we push them, but actually that's the worst thing to do. Mm. They need to be just, they just need time alone and just let them be and, and they'll figure it out. So it's, it's also this kind of awareness too of, of listening like listening to what's happening in that moment mm. energy-wise too. Okay, well, wait a second. I want to do this, but let me just feel this out, all right? How is this person? They're, they're not me, and I'm not them, so figure this out. So yeah, truly listening for me is just complete awareness of, of what's happening in their behavior, their physical behavior, their, their eye contact. How do you use that information to decide when and how much to place your own opinion, your own ideas into the conversation? Because uh, we're talking about you know listening yeah. and supporting. Yeah. So supporting means bringing your own ideas to the conversation, bringing your own thoughts. I mean, there's got to be a balance, and I would just wonder how you find that balance. I just try to listen and learn. And yeah, if I have a thought about something, I have a strong opinion about something, I'm just trying to think about like a time I, uh, recently. Yeah, I'm thinking about a situation that happened uh, yesterday. So I have a strong opinion about something. Um, I throw it in the mix, like like when we met, you know, yeah. I'm direct, boom. Let's and form if, an improv and if it's not received, you're a stranger. Yeah, if it's not received, okay, I might th- try it in a couple more times. But after that, I'm like, all right, well, I put it there. I planted the seed. You know, maybe water gets put on it. If not, okay, mm. and you know, it's fine. Just uh, 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 as we, I think it's important not to force things. I right. think, but sometimes we over. 
we, we force things too much. Like, okay, it's not working. I'll try it again and again yeah. and again. And sometimes it works in certain situations. Mm-hmm. And, and I think more and more in terms of political stuff, especially, I mean, politics in general need to learn to listen. I think there should totally be like a job requirement in <laughs> politics. <laughs> you have to have at least five years of improv. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really find it fascinating what you were saying with like just, okay, planting the scenes and after that, the watering may happen or not. Mm. It's... I think something that in improv is very, very obvious when you're doing it is that when you put an idea out there, at, as soon as it, uh, it's out there, it's not yours anymore. It's like it belongs to the scene, it belongs to your scene partner to do something with it or not, depends. Um, it's, it's cool to realize that, yeah, yeah you, your, your commitment to bringing something, like your support that you can do by bringing your idea is the first step. It's like you just put the thing out there, but then the rest of it you have to let go of that control. Like, you know, you're not going to own it. It's not yours anymore. It's a gift. And that's where I think the thing is of the yes and could really benefit in terms of I throw something in the mix, you throw something. If I take it or not, I might drop the ball. Yeah. But it keeps on going anyways. We'll figure it out along the way. And it just takes time. I don't think it's something that happens like boom, bap, like right back and forth. Yeah. I think we just got to keep on picking the ball and passing it over to each other. And, and, and not, number one, not be uh, discouraged and just keep on trying. I think it's, it's we, we have to have more patience today, more than ever, because I think today mm. in this world, there is not enough patience. I think uh, in terms of political leaders to even people in the street are in a rush in traffic. It's like, hey, look, we're all going to do a job. <laughs> we're all here in this, yeah. you know, eight car lane going to this work, nine to five that... Probably eighty percent of us hate. Uh, so hey, cool out. You know, let's just hey, all right, go. Um, I think we just got to be patient and know that we're all you know we're all on the same rock, right? <laughs> Uh, Blake, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show with us. Thank you so much for talking with us about uh, it's over. support. It's Not quite. Okay, we quiet. always like to end our show uh, with a little improv game. Yes. And I know that Henry has been looking forward to this game uh, all day. So much. Uh, because you're a rapper, we wanted to bring a nice little improv rap game to the mix. <laughs> uh, so here's how this game is going to work. One person is going to set up a verse, and they're going to set up a rhyme. And the last word of their verse, uh, the, so you're going to try to say the last word of their verse, and that's also going to be the first word of your verse. All okay. right? So, we, we, so we'll, we'll try. You guys ready? This is called sevens. So here we go. I'll start. I went to a park and I saw a man. He told me that his name was Ham. And then he went to go in the car, go to work, and go real hard is an adjective uh, that I feel right now. I don't know what I'm saying. Good. Shall is not a word. This game is really hard. It's not a turd. No, (laughs) it doesn't. Stink it all. Maybe we'll just play with a bowl in the hands that's called volleyball. I'm going to play and then it's falling is what we're doing. But that's okay because we can Uh, scream (laughs) together with the mic and having fun. It's all Gun! Gun! Yay! Yay! Gone! Great. Gone. All right. Very nice. We are going to do that again. <laughs> We're going to do that again. <laughs> We're going to do it again. So, here we go. Um, that was fine. One, two, ready, 
go. I went to a store and I bought a fish, and now it is my favorite dish that I like to eat when I have something that fits in my uh, cupboard. I have a lot of rubber ducks in my bathtub. I really like to rub-a-dub-dub in the tub in bubbles too. They go a little pop when I poo in the toilets. I come down and it goes out of my clown shoes on my feet. Make me want to stand and creep in the hallway to my roommate. Hey, you, what shoemate? <laughs> what? <laughs> who made? Right. Blake, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show with us. Thank you so much for joining us. It's Thank been you. great to have you back in Berlin. Uh, do you want to plug anything? Where can we find you? What do you do? What's what's out there? Where can we get more Blake Worrell in our lives? Jeez, uh, uh, if you want to know any, if you want to see the films that I've been working on, you go to blakeworrell.com. Um, you know, plug. Jeez, I have blakeworrell.com. Yeah, two R's, two L's. Um, that's about, I mean, there's you can see my discography. Uh, blakeworrell.com. Black backslash music. Um, you know, honestly, just creating and, and trying to motivate people and uh, just trying to pass the message of like the yes, you can thing. All right. And, you know, come together as a, as a team of human beings and, you know, help everyone out to move, move this groove. All right. Well, let's move this groove. Blake, thank you so much for being with us. You can follow Blake on Instagram at, at Blake Warrell. Find him on BlakeWarrell.com. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what films you got coming out and what, what great things you're going to yes-and your way into in the future. Thank you. Uh, thanks so much for listening to Improvise Till You Make It. We'll catch you next week. I'm Blake. I'm Henry. And we're Henry, Henry and Blake. Blake. Yay. we catch you next week. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Pew, pew, pew.